Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome, everybody, to the show. I am so excited to share today the platform with some of my coaches and healers that are on my team with Heartland Living. And the topic today is all about understanding the relationship between intuition and our ego. I know I've alluded to, I have this new book coming out, The Evolution of the Ego. It's actually coming together so unbelievably quick. It's like lightning speed. And I'm so excited to be able to share this book with everybody. And it'll probably launch at the beginning of February, so you can watch for that. And I'll be sharing more about that as we go along. The evolution of the ego talks about the inner and outer workings of the ego. It's basically a book to take you on a journey to unwind your ego, embrace your humanness, and embody your divinity. To understand how the ego comes in, and influences our lives with the, the embedded kind of messages of fear and the program messages of fear it carries. It's, it's our greatest teacher of fear. I wanted to invite the, some of the coaches and healers that are on my team to join me in conversation about intuition and the ego because they have spent the last, some of them three or four years and some of them even longer with me in learning how to unwind, unravel, undo, unlearn their own ego and the agenda it has playing in the background. And what that's allowed them to do is to clear and open up their intuitive channel. So the ego is our greatest teacher of fear. It is a master teacher of fear. The ego knows only fear. Spirit is the other teacher we have, which is our our teacher of love. The two don't get together in the same room. It's like a light switch. You're either listening to the ego, listening to fear, or you're listening to spirit as your teacher, which is the teacher of love. When we understand how the ego comes in and uses our lives and uses our mind and our beliefs and our thoughts, to take us down into wormholes, to keep us stuck in negative cycles, to keep us running on a hamster wheel. When we have that deep understanding, it allows us to clear the channel and align with our intuition again. So today we have Kimberly, who's my program and membership coordinator. She's an intuitive healer and coach, and I've been working with her for more than a decade. I can't even remember exactly how long. It feels like forever. And then we also have Kim, who is an energy healer and intuitive coach as well. And Kim and I have been working together for quite a while as well. And she's really stepping into her beautiful gifts of energy healing so much more now that her ego is stepping out of the, the lead. And then we have Dell, who combines intuitive coaching as well as hypnotherapy. And then Joanne is also here to be a guest. And Joanne is a beautiful intuitive coach for fertility as well as a spirit baby guide. So welcome, everybody. I'm excited to have you all here. And I would love for, for any of you to kind of step up and just share maybe a little bit about Let's let me do this one at a time. What was your journey in unwinding your ego? How was that for you? And a lot of this is the the curriculum we talk about and, and the process has been through the intuitive coaching program, the Intuition Academy that we have launching in the next week. They've been doing this. It's been running for four years now. So the experiences we've had individually and collectively to unwind our egos is based on this curriculum. 
So I'm going to invite each of you to share what was your experience or share a little bit about your experience in the process of unwinding your ego to really start to really clear that channel of intuition for you and how that shifted for you over the process of time. Hey, Del. Hey, Sue. You want to speak? You want to share? I I guess I do want to share. The greatest gift, even though it was it was very a vulnerable state to go through to um, come out of the fear to really look at where the ego was holding me to as the layers slowly came off to see the lightness and the beauty that was around, but that the ego was it was almost like keeping me so blinded from and um and again, like I say, it, it it wasn't the easiest process at all. But looking back at it now, it was probably the greatest gift ever. Can you share a little bit about, in some of the ways that, like, it's like when you're talking about the blinders, I almost feel like, like having, like, kind of sunglasses on and then taking your glasses off and seeing, like, a whole new perspective. Can you talk a little bit about, like, the perspective that changed or maybe some of the blind spots that you became aware of? Um, yep. So I guess the one thing that really comes to mind is just the work that I'm doing now. Um, the fact that I had known for years, I was a seeker, I was, I had an inner calling that was so strong, but I was, there was something that kept holding me down and it was, it was the fear. And I really learned that that fear was just my ego of just making me small. And, and so as I slowly went through the process and I, I started to look at things that were really difficult to look at, it was like the, it just became a little clearer. I became a little bit more confident into really trusting that inner knowing that I had carried for years and yeah and and so and and I look at myself now and I'm I am so grateful and then I am constantly surprised at times where I was and where I am Mhm love when you're talking about the idea of the ego so a lot of people are like afraid to play big. They're they're afraid to shine. They're afraid mm-hmm. they they play small, right? We keep ourselves playing small. This is something I did for a long time. Even though on the mm-hmm. outside it appears that I was playing big, I still felt like I was playing small. And mm-hmm. I love how you connected like it's like the ego making me play small. It was like convincing you. And in my book I talk about and and we've kind of alluded to this throughout the course and the curriculum of the Intuition Academy as well is it's it's the ego's intention is to actually protect us and keep us safe and it only knows fear so what it's afraid of of you playing big is not that you're playing big it's the risk that comes with you playing big so it's actually trying to protect you and keep you safe mm-hmm. and when we recognize that and we can make peace with that and and start to shift those thoughts and those beliefs within our mind that align with that then it becomes a different experience of stepping out into the world and doing our work. And it's definitely a process. It's not like a quick overnight experience, but allowing yeah. allowing that awareness to, to come in and, and help facilitate the change in our mind that needs to happen in order for us to say yes to the part we're meant to play, which mm-hmm. for you was more of a significant role than what you were doing before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess as you're saying, talking, the only other thing that really has come into my awareness was is that I've had a very strong meditation, um, mindful practice for years. But until I started to do the work with you and through the academy, going through the coaching program, what I really realized was is that you can meditate and you can put yourself into that mindful state but until i actually really did the work 
to get really down to the root, I would have never cleared and and been where I am sitting now. And and I think that that's probably the other thing that I am so incredibly grateful for. And I'm so aware of that um, that there's more to being aware than just being in your mind. It was like I literally had to go down into some part of my being and and really feel it and really go through the process. And I never understood that at the beginning. And now that I'm here and it's not like I don't have layers that I don't have to go down to, but I realize it's not as, it's not as daunting, but it's so incredibly powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love what you're saying there. It's, it, it the whole idea of I I often talk about you know it's not about kind of going and living in a cave and becoming enlightened right <laughs> like it's easy to yeah. do that it's easy it's actually easier to do that than to stay in your life and be mindful when there's triggers and when your life is kind of bumping up against your leftovers so I love mm-hmm. that you had that awareness that you know your practice before was one thing but it was almost escaping in a way from from dealing with the triggers that were in front of you, avoiding them, right? We can use Absolutely. those tools to avoid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. Appreciate Thank sharing you. that. Mm-hmm. Kimberly, what about you? What do you have to say around this topic? Lots, because I've done lots of unwinding. <laughs> I'm just thinking back um, when you first started talking about this, I was in the first group that went through the program and I just felt like I was always confused and I just I'm closing my eyes and I'm just I'm just sort of going back to that time and I felt like I was always disorientated or struggling I guess you could say and then it'd be like I'd reach this clarity and I'd come to life again. And then I feel like I'd go back under, back down. And I remember I even had to hire a babysitter um, to go down and pick my kids up from school because it was just, the process was full on. It was intense. And then there was a point in the program where it sort of just turned for me. I had cleared or gotten to the root of a lot of things. And then ever since then, I'm just thinking back because I've watched, I've I've been witness to um, the other programs in, in, in the past years as well. And I was part of creating the curriculum as well. And even going through and doing the curriculum, I was like, oh, this week is a great, powerful week. And there was leftovers that I needed to go in and look at. But it didn't, um, the processing on the other side, once I had unwound and really gotten a good look at my ego and cleared a lot of what was hanging out there, those limiting beliefs and um, that negative self-talk. So once I cleared that and looked at that and healed those wounds, it feels like I know there's still work for me to do, as is there is for everyone, but going there... Mm, it feels because I've gone through the program and done my internal work, it doesn't feel as scary or daunting or as confusing or disorientating as it did the first time around. Mm-hmm. And I just feel really thankful and just really with gratitude because I, I remember the you know the first couple months it was um, it took a lot of courage and, and not that it doesn't now take courage to go and look at my ego and face my ego fears you know straight on head on but it seems easier or 
I've got more confidence that I'll get through it. And on the other side, it's it's amazing. Um, the relief, the joy that I find once I've cleared a, a block mm-hmm. that I've set set in place, or the ego's you know held in place to keep me small, or whatever whatever that may be. The joy on the other side is uh, it's, it's colorful. It's like I don't know how to describe it. It's three dimensional. It's incredible. Well, I love it. I love when you're describing the first part of the curriculum in the Intuition Academy because mm. it's really a process of unwinding, unraveling, undoing. And that, that that kind of unschooling experience is disorienting. It's like it's it's basically we're 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 breaking down the foundation of fear that you've been standing on, a foundation that you've built over a lifetime and sometimes even past lifetimes contributing to your current foundation. And so that first part of the of the curriculum, it takes the most courage and it takes the most deep trust and blind faith because you can't figure out what's up and down and what's right and left because we're we're breaking down all of the programming and you know filters and everything else that you've been living and operating with for so long. And in it, you can't see how it's even working. But once you hit that mark, and everybody hits that mark a little different at a different time, but once you hit that mark where the unwinding is coming to completion and you start to create that new foundation that you're standing on, which more is more of a foundation of love, it's more of that a foundation of intuition, it's more of that foundation of um, clarity and peace, that's what you're describing, that that shift that happens that allows you to be able to navigate all the ego's influences and the evolution of the ego more easily because you've done that foundational work. You've kind of gotten in and underneath and got the nitty-gritty in the shortest amount of time. That's why it's intense. And and the shifts that happen in that are powerful and sustainable and you are describing them so beautifully and how sustainable those results are because you're having a different experience of even life's similar kind of challenges. You're just managing and navigating them so much. You're better equipped to navigate them, right? Yeah, when you're, absolutely. you're that channel. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that. And then, and then you've had the, the, the honor, too, of witnessing, and a lot of you guys have had the honor of witnessing other people go through the program. I remember the first year when you went through the program, you're like, I'm trying to understand this. I don't. I'm like, please do not try and understand this. Please do not make sense of it at all because I'm not, you're not, it's not an understanding in the mind that we're looking for. We're looking at a deeper shift that happens that goes beyond the mind because we're unwinding the mind totally. Then the second year you were witness, kind of in the advanced training, you're kind of watching the other participants go through it. And I remember you saying in the second year you were watching everybody else go through it. You're like, can you help me understand the pro? Like, what are the stages? What are the phases? And I'm like, well, there is a pattern, but there's not a pattern, right? So, again, I didn't want to give you anything to totally understand it. But what you've seen over the years, and maybe you can talk a little bit about this, is the transformation, and you can see when someone and you can feel when someone's in the unwinding phase and the shift when the, when the shift that happens when they actually come out of it the other side yeah i think yeah exactly it's someone comes or, or comes to a call and and they're in pain and they're suffering and you know that i watch you take them through a process of like exactly what you're talking about, unraveling, shaking the foundation under them and getting underneath. Because one of the things that you say is you're never upset for the reason that you think. And it's so true because someone would bring up, oh, they're, they're upset about, you know, the post office worker, but it's not actually about the post office worker. And then you would get underneath and you would work with them and get to the root of it. And then you could just see the person. It, it was like a full body release and, ah. Oh, and then it, they've come to this place of clarity and calm within 15 minutes. And it was, it's just a beautiful, um, process to watch, to be witness to and to, and to take others to that place. 
mm-hmm. the transformation is amazing. And then off they go, and then, you know, they're checking in or they're writing about how their relationship has shifted or how their their career has shifted or how other things have shifted. So it's it's almost like they're doing this huge internal shift, and then they're coming back and reporting about how the ripple effect of how that went out and it changed with their children or with their with their spouse or with you know their employer it's 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 magnificent to watch mm-hmm. yeah there's a real internal the the curriculum really impacts the internal core level of your being and the foundation that you've been standing on is crumbling away and then as we make those shifts and create the new foundation for you to stand upon, your outer environment, your outer world actually starts to reflect the changes that have happened. And it's definitely not for the faint of heart to do the work that, that we do at this depth. But for those that are feeling a calling and kind of feeling it in their, in their hearts to participate, there's, there's miracles ready for you to say yes to. And, uh, and like you say, it's, it's not just one area of life that's impacted. It actually really filters in and influences every aspect of life in such, like, miraculous and magical and powerful ways. Absolutely. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. Thanks, Kimberly. Appreciate you sharing. Welcome. So, Kim or Joanne, if you want to jump into the conversation here. Yeah. How did Joanne come come in to share? Yeah, hi Sue. Hello. Hi Sue. Wow. Um, well, I joined back in 2016 um, as a proper leap of faith, and yeah, I trusted my instincts and went for it. And I'm just so pleased I did the academy and I did the coaching program, and just listening to the other coaches share. I felt all those shifts. My, mine, my ego had me gripped in my career. And yeah, my career, I worked in advertising and I desired a new path. My heart desired a new path, but there was fear of leaving of leaving the money, leaving the stability of what I knew, um, leaving the partner I'd been working with. Um, and But with a lot of unwinding, with your help and everybody else's help, with the co- coach's help, I am slowly chose love over fear. And it was... It was purposeful. My career in that sector was absolutely purposeful for that time, but it was purposeful for me to start something new as well and to leave. Joanne, I want to talk a little bit about once you actually cleared your, well, I think it was a process of clearing your fear. You you were stepping into the new kind of work that you're called, like your heart was calling you toward, but you're still hanging on to the old (laughs) for a while out of fear. Yeah. But I find that I find that it's for most people, and this is really common, is that in order to actually overcome the fear, they need to take the steps to keep walking. And in the steps and taking the steps, each one, that you actually slowly kind of unwind from the fear. So I know you had some big shifts in the program, but, but your bigger shifts actually came once you started to really say yes to what your heart was leading you towards. So you had that more of that clear channel although you still had the fear present to kind of take you back into the fear around leaving your work. Mm. But once you actually, can you talk a little bit about once you actually said yes to it, instead of no, I'm afraid, you said yes, let's do this. Yeah. How did that how did that feel and what shifted for you? Well, actually I remember saying on a call back in 2016, I said, Sue, I think I'm drawn to spirit babies. And I remember you saying, Yeah, I think one day, Joanne, that's what you'll do. And I was thinking, mm, Yeah, right. Um and then the more and more the clarity, the clarity just kept coming in and it was like, Yes, you should be I need to be following what my heart is telling me and kept getting clear yeses from you and the other coaches which 
built my confidence. And yes, it was it was almost like my body was turning from one almost one eighty from behind to forward and just feeling the expanse of if I say yes, fully yes, what could this entail? This and I've got this beautiful, beautiful visual of a my heart like a tree almost coming from my heart and on all the branches were all these mummies or daddies to be and me giving them the love, the support and bridging the gap between them and their baby, their unborn baby. So, yeah, it's been a slow turn, but it's just been a gradual and it's been those, I call them baby steps and the more and more I step into it, the more I talk to others, this is what I do. They get excited for me, and I think, yeah, yeah, this is what I do. This is great. I spread the love, and yeah, it's empowering. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely empowering for you, and that you're actually inspiring a lot of people at the same time. And as as and this is the the effect of actually dropping into that heart space and really trusting and allowing our intuition to lead us is not only do we feel inspired, but we inspire others at the same time because that you standing in saying, hey, this is who I am, this is what I'm doing, this is what my calling is, it it actually sparks something in them mm-hmm. to look at, well, what is what is it for me? What, mm-hmm. what am I meant to be doing and, and how can I get there for myself? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people out there that are in jobs that don't feed their soul and that are just kind of, draining them and and sucking the life out of them. And I'm not saying that that was your experience, but when we hold on to something longer than we're meant to out of fear, it definitely causes a lot more suffering and a lot more pain in the long run. Yeah, you're so right, Sue. I've actually had the girl I did work with, she she says I'm inspiring. And my neighbor, who I can see she's in a, a job that she's exactly that she does just for to pay the bills, she finds, she once said to me, I, I find you inspiring. I, I, you've done it. Well done. And, and I can see it on her path. And one day, one day she will, she will take the leap. She just, she's not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and everybody's got their own journey, haven't they? They're all, yeah, well, everybody's got to walk their path. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it takes courage. It definitely yeah. takes courage to 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 do the work and to and to make the shifts. And and can you just speak a little bit about your experience in the Intuition Academy and the coaching program and having the the support along the way? Oh, it's been monumental, absolutely monumental. Without all the coaches help support, uh, I don't know if I would have taken the leap. Um, and kept walking towards it. Um, but not just that, I feel like we've all learned from each other. So when you get on the call, if you take the academy that where you get um, weekly calls, it's so supportive, but you learn from each other. You can, you can spot other people's egos. You can spot when they're in fear, when they, and you can start practicing on other people, on the people that you're going to be quite close to to with you doing weekly calls it's it's a community and that's what I love actually I, I love being part of a team and this is a soul team that's enlightening mind opening um, and it gives you a whole new perspective on life yeah I love that I remember when I was younger, I used to always think that I had to kind of go it alone. And for a long time, my process was kind of a lonely process. I I would do it more internally and by myself. And I I just, I started to recognize that healing and community actually was more of a quicker process. And I actually got way more, you know, leeway or way more leverage from, like you say, listening to other people go through the process that they're going through it would shine light as they were triggered. It would shine light on my leftovers. And it was kind of like, it, it was a beautiful synchronicity that happened for me when I started the healing and community. And that's where 
I saw the value of community. That's why I started Heart-Led Living. So the Intuition Academy is designed to support everyone and meet them where they're at, no matter where they're at, hold them in that space of non-judgment, and at the same time, deep observation for each other to be able to love and support each other, but then also to deepen our own experience and, and healing and shift. So I love it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thanks, Joanne. I appreciate Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Sue. Kimberly, do you have something else here? Um, well, I was just going to add um, to what you and Joanne were talking about is that community piece. Um, the other day I had this experience where I was sharing how I would share within the community and then I was getting um, solutions handed back to me or I was getting judged and I was like, oh, right. And it was so clear how unique and powerful our community actually really is for healing. I think it's it's just, it's rare. I don't, it, it's not I, I haven't found it anywhere else. What we, what I, what I experienced as I went through the program, um, as well as you know the membership. I get what you mean in the way of like. There's times where even even for me, if I just post something on my regular newsfeed, and I I feel really clear and kind of calm about it, but it's met with such fear. And I'm like, whoa, everybody's sprinkling me with fear right now. It's like I almost have to, like, put a double bubble around me. I'm like, I don't need your fear. I'm good. Like, it's like that sprinkling of fear from the world because that's just, that's the nature. That's the programming that we're unwinding and clearing in the Intuition Academy. So when you're inside a community, a container of such more heart-led, conscious individuals that are doing this work, they they even if they did actually jump out and say something out of fear they'll either call themselves on it or we'll point it out to them and say okay when you said that was was it sent with the intention of love we actually use the comments and we use the community and we use the facebook group the private group for the intuition academy as the classroom to help shine light on okay this was your reaction you reacted to that post, but if you were to pause and tune in, was that was that guided or was that ego, was that spirit? And they're able to discern. So we use it as a classroom for discernment. So when we go out into the world, we're less likely to sprinkle others with fear. We can actually meet their fear with love, and that's where love expands. Mm-hmm. And, and that's so rare. Like it's so rare that that we can we have a little group or a container where we're able to call it, like you said, call ourselves out on it or be called out on it. One of the tools that I, you mentioned, I think, in week one or two to me was Reveal to Heal. And it's a tool that I use, you know, even last week I posted a Reveal to Heal about myself, an aha moment that I that I needed to, I, I, I sorry, an ego moment that I needed to shine light on to bring awareness to that shifted into an aha moment. Um, and it's just, I keep getting that it's so rare and unique and such a valuable part of the process, like, like a, a valuable part of the program that you've created to help us unwind the ego and go through the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? It's interesting because I, I can definitely take some credit for the curriculum coming together only because I've been the vehicle for the curriculum to come together. And I've been the student all this time, my whole life. Like, So this is an accumulation of all the tools and all the things that I've learned along the way. But also, when I first started doing this coaching program, I think you even asked me a few times, like, what, what is the process? What's happening? I'm like, I don't know, actually. The first year, I'm like, I have no idea. I'm just showing up and these lessons are coming through me. It's, it's what, it, what, what it was and what it is and continues to be is just me being the clear channel to allow the curriculum to come through my mouth and through my hands. And and that was your experience in kind of bringing some of those precious clips and lessons over the years on the calls and, and bringing them and putting them into the modules now. So all those lessons that I've channeled are all now set up as modules that people get to experience. And then the live calls are where we get in deep and we don't have to do the lessons. We just get right in and underneath everything. So it, mm-hmm. as much as, you know, I've had the tools come through me, they're not all from me. They're mostly mostly through me from from the divine, and it's been such a awesome process for me too to to bring this all together. 
Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kimberly. Mm-hmm. So, Kim, we haven't heard from you yet. I don't know if you feel inspired to share something at this point. I invite you to jump in and come talk to us if you're able to. I know Kim is actually in Costa Rica with her husband, enjoying some time there. So, Hello. Hello. <laughs> this has been a great conversation. Mm-hmm. Right it. back. <laughs> yeah. The whole time my head's just been nodding. Yep, yes, yep. Mm-hmm. In there, yep, I can relate. So true. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So share a little bit about your experience, kind of unwinding your ego and and then getting into alignment with your intuitive heart and clearing your channel. For me, when I decided to take the program, it was very much just about healing, just getting deeper, um, removing the, the layers of the ego. And... At the time, I was really into um, the whole law of attraction thing as well, um, which for me then at that time in my life was great. I was like, yeah, I can, I can do anything. Like it really, it made me see that there was more. And when I took the program and really started to dive deeper and started to unwind a little bit from the whole, um, you know, life by design um, and into life by divine, it really blew my socks off. And, (laughs) (laughs) and it was, uh, it was not an easy road, um, especially when, I was really convinced that, you know, all I had to do was choose to feel a certain way or choose something that I wanted and then it would come. In between that, you know, what was still there was chronic anxiety and um, and an underlying unhappiness. When we started to dive in, I started to realize that there was so much more to this. When I discovered my intuition, something that we all have, when I really got in touch with that through the unwinding of my ego, looking at the triggers, that's when the miracles really started to happen. And the things that have unfolded on my path since this have been so beyond anything I ever could have figured out or planned or manifested through my ego mind. And yeah, it's been just such a gift. And I really feel like I have this, this superpower, you know, and we all do and it's there and it's, it's, it's truth. And mm-hmm. I live, uh, you know, I, I, I turned that voice um, over any other, and it has never led me astray. It hasn't always mm-hmm. been easy, but it's been uh, pretty amazing. So I never thought that. I would become an intuitive coach. Like I did the coaching program, but it was more just, you know, I really wanted to dive deeper into my spirituality and I was willing, you know, to heal um, at the deepest possible level. But once, you know, I started to uncover these gifts that I had that I had no idea that I had, I started to see that Maybe this was on my path, and now I know that it's on my path. 
I just want to go back to the, the law of attraction for a moment and believing that we're manifesting. And that's a really essential part of life by design, realizing that we're actually more in charge and that we're actually the creators, kind of the captain of our ship of life. And we're actually navigating it more than we realize and, create and influencing how our life is unfolding. And when we shift from that to life by divine, there is a letting go. There's, there can be a bit of a loss. But here's what happens. The reason we need to let it go eventually is because the ego evolves. And there's a, a stage of evolution called in my book that I call the hijack ego. And the ego hijacks the law of attraction. It hijacks that teaching. And then we are not manifesting from a pure heart knowing. We're actually manifesting from this place of fear disguised as love. And it's not pure and it's not clean and it's not serving the highest good. It's actually serving fear, but in a subtle way or an obvious way sometimes. And the ego will constantly evolve. So the one thing about the Intuition Academy or being in this community where others can call you out on that or we can call each other out on that is that the ego is very clever and it's a tricksy bugger to get uh, a step ahead of. And when it hijacks things or when it's like hiding in the background or disguising itself as as love, we can't always see it when we're when we're the ones hijacked, when we're the ones that are influenced by the ego's fear based programming but disguised as love. So in community you can actually see more clearly or others can help you see more clearly and actually get ahead of the, the ego. And I actually part of my intuitive gift is to, to be able to tune into the subtleness of fear. And I can actually feel someone can say something and I can feel ego. I can feel the energy of ego in the words. And it's not in the words they use, it's be what's behind the words. So when we're in community and we're working with people at this depth, we actually can support each other in in making sure that the ego hasn't evolved to hijack our spirituality and hijack our practice and hijack love and disguise fear as love. That's one of the one of its main tricks when it when it gets to the point where the the, the evolved ego come becomes more involved in the spiritual practices that you use and the tools that we use. It's essential that we understand that because that's where the ego can really do a lot of harm. And the spiritual ego can be one of the most harmful egos because it believes it's coming from a place of love and compassion and kindness. And it's not. It's not. It actually can cause a lot of harm. And I've seen spiritual egos that have been hijacked that become actually really, really... Mm, well, we we can even look at the information around I, I don't I didn't look into it all together but there's more accusations around John of God um taking you know using his his position to abuse women there's other spiritual gurus that have done the, the same I've seen other people that are were really beautiful channels who ended up me more running running their spiritual practice as cults so the spiritual ego is actually can be a really dangerous ego when it's unleashed and when that person has no idea and or they just get lost in it. So healing and community is is a beautiful place where you can ensure and have the confidence that you're not going to get kind of caught up in, in the ego's antics and the hidden agenda and be dragged down into these patterns that just are not serving, even though you have the intention to be of service. So let's just take a quick moment. I want to take a quick break, and then after the break, I'm going to go into a little bit more about intuition and the ego and how you can start to look at it for your life. We'll be right back. You're listening to Life by Divine with Sue Dumais.
The Heart-Led Living Intuition Academy with Sue DeMay is a unique unschooling experience designed to unwind, clear, and align your intuitive channel. And the doors are open for you now. Experience unwavering faith and deep trust in your intuition as you strengthen your connection to source, allowing you to walk through every moment with more peace, confidence, clarity, and certainty. Experience this deep personal transformation with Sue's guidance, including the option to share what you learn as a certified intuitive coach. This is your time to unwind and reprogram your mind, to rebuild your foundation and realign with your intuitive heart. Enrollment is now open. Apply today at heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Again, that's heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Welcome back. If you've been tuning in the whole episode, we've been joining. I've had some beautiful guests join me today. I had Kim and Joanne and Kimberly and Dell from my Heart Led Living community, and they are part of my team of intuitive coaches and healers that work and support for my community, but also work in support of each other. They've all had the privilege and the honor of moving through the Intuition Academy and the Intuitive Coaching Program and become certified intuitive coaches. And they were sharing today about their experience of the ego and unwinding from fear and from the ego's antics in order to align with the path that they're meant to be on. It's a common, common thing right now. There's a lot more people that are trying to answer the call in their heart, but they just don't know how to get there. And they just don't know how to tune into it. And the challenge is right now is that there's so much noise in the world and there's so much noise within our own hearts and minds that it, it buries our heart it buries the the knowing and the intuition in such deep layers that it's hard to discern and then we have the ego coming in the clever shape-shifting tricksy ego to hijack us and to disguise itself as love and to use our spiritual practices against us in, in all in the name of love but it's all fear. These kinds of things are challenging to navigate on your own. And, you know, this is part of why I feel that the education and sharing this information is so important. That's why I'm doing, you know, the the 30-day challenge and sharing my book, Stand Up, Stand Out, Stand Strong for free. I'm sharing it because the message is so important and so many people are struggling So if you're one of those people that are struggling, or even if you're just sitting and kind of trying to scratch the surface and figure out what the heck is going on, or if you're diving deep and you're still confused, then then reach out for support. Whether it's me and our community or whether it's somebody else, you'll know in your heart there'll be a, a knowing spark, inkling, something that shifts in you, some kind of jumping inside of you, some sign that will lead you. And right after you get that little sign, chances are the ego is going to stop you because the ego does not want you to get this. It does not want you to be successful. It does not want you to shine bright. It does not want you to heal this deeply because when you do and you align with your intuitive channel and you really get clear about what your heart's calling is and you start moving toward that, the ego is terrified and it's trying to protect you and keep you safe. And it's so afraid that it's too much of a risk. And the the thing with the ego, the more you believe in fear, the better it can survive. And the more you believe and align with love, the ego begins to dissolve. And its survival depends on you buying into its fear and believing in it and being loyal to it. And my invitation to you is to take a good, honest look at how your ego is influencing your life in every single way and every single hidden agenda 
so that you can be the clearest possible channel in this world because what the world needs is those clear channels, those light leaders, those light workers that have no hidden influence of the ego so that we can actually be the lighthouse, to be the messengers, to be the the light, the symbol of love that others need to help them navigate their way home to their heart. Because it's a really challenging path, especially with everything going on out there. And it's a confusing, complex unraveling of some crazy deep layers right now. And many people are struggling. And if you resist it, it becomes full of more pain and suffering. There's a lot of people resisting right now. Sometimes you need to just reach out your hand and ask for help. Asking for help is an act of courage. If you feel drawn to work with me and to join in the Intuition Academy or join this community, reach out and ask for help. And I'll join with you. If you're not meant to actually take it, I'll be honest. I'm tuning in to guidance, and the guidance is is operating for everyone. I've actually told people that the guidance is a no, that they're meant not, not meant to take the program. And I'll be honest with you, if I'm getting a heart no for it, then I'm in service to your highest good, and I will tell you it's a no. It's not about me trying to get a bunch of people into this program. It's about helping you tune in and trust your intuition. If it's meant to be, I'll get the message. You'll get the message. We'll join about that. If it's not meant to be, then be open to some other outlet right now because it's important to not be the lone wolf. It's essential that you find people that can stand beside you, that can meet you with love, that aren't going to like reflect fear back at you and everything you do. There are, there's enough of that out there. So let's be those symbols and those, those beacons of love for each other and trust and let your heart lead and guide you in every moment that you can. And when you forget, forgive yourself. And when you can't, let it go and do the best you can. That's all we can do. I want to thank you all for tuning in. I want to thank all my beautiful guests that came in today and and shared their hearts with us and shared the message of the ego, relationship between ego and intuition for them. And I want to thank you for tuning in each week. Remember to go to your favorite podcast platform and subscribe so that you receive notices of when the new episodes are up. And tune in live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. I'm grateful to be here with you and to add some love and some light and some insight for your life so that you can align and live your beautiful life by divine. I love you. I appreciate you. I honor you. Until next week, namaste. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com.